Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Second Half Now, a radio show for boomers and beyonders. Tools and tips for the life you want to live from now on with Dr. Dan Critchett and Dr. Denise Hogan. Second Half Now, sponsored by Dignity Memorial. It's time for Second Half Now. The doctors are in. Here are your hosts, Dr. Dan and Dr. Denise. Hey, in fact, it is time for a second half now, and the doctors are in, and we are here. We just love doing this show. Uh, this is a show specifically designed for the 50-plus generation that includes all of the boomers and beyonders. In fact, I read a study recently that said there are 100 million of us uh, in that category, and our guest today is one of them, yes? <laughs> yes, yes, definitely. Okay. okay. The gray shows it. That's right. <laughs> well, and people will recognize you, uh, your name, and or your appearance. Uh, they can't see you on radio, but we'll introduce you in just a minute, Ron. So I am Dr. Dan Critchett, your host for today, and along with our co-host, Dr. Denise Hogan. And Denise, we keep doing these shows and just keep having a great time. We sure do. Our guests have been fantastic. Our topics have been good. Uh, even the questions have been good, right? Right. Yes, we ask good questions. That's our job. I, I tell people I don't have to know anything. I just uh, <laughs> find good guests and ask good questions, and Denise helps a lot with that. Well, it's the best social networking strategy in town. Yeah. We get to meet some of the most amazing people doing fantastic things in the whole Portland metro area. Well said. That's right. And I bet you have a good word for us for today. I do have a good word for us today. It's a, it's a very small word in terms of its letters. There's only three. Okay. But as a concept, it is huge. You I ready? I like it. I'm ready. The word is man. 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 Well, mm -hmm. it leads right into our topic, but go ahead and share a little <laughs> bit about that. Well, men in our society, Dan, they have taken a beating they have taken a beating over over the last number of decades and it's it's really time past time for us to redeem in our society mm -hmm. the idea of what it means to be a man and uh we need it we need it for our young men and our young women to have a an idea of what god's goal for manhood has been right. and here's what he has to say about it i'm just pulling it out of psalm 8 he says when i consider your heavens the work of your fingers the moon and the stars which you have ordained what is man that you are mindful of him and the son of man that you visit him for you have made him a little lower than the angels and you have crowned him with glory and honor you have made him to have dominion over the works of your hands. You have put all things under his feet. Mm. Yeah, little word, big topic, big concept. And we're going to try to squeeze a whole bunch of that into the time that we have. We have part one, uh, which will be on the air, and then we're going to uh, bridge over to uh, part two, which will be a podcast online. We are going to focus on men today because we have a pastor of men uh, from Cedar Mill Bible Church, 
uh, Ron Carlson. And Ron, I just want to uh, introduce you and say hello, and then I'll say a few more things about where we're going to go for this show. Great. Yeah, Good. thank you, know, you for it, coming. It's wonderful to be in a, in a paradox here with you two. two a doc- paradox. Two doctors, a paradox. <laughs> Oh, uh, wow. I'm sure you've heard that, that before. Was but good, I just... yes. <laughs> that was good, yes. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, Ron is his same humorous self. I remember, Ron, watching you on K2 uh, Sports and uh, for a long time watched you. And we're going to tell more about you, but I want to set a little bit of a stage here. The uh, title of the today's show is, How Can a Man Make a Difference in Today's World? And there's a lot that's going to go into that. We're going to have Ron, who is a pastor to men at Cedar Mill Bible Church, and uh, we're going to interact, too, with uh, Denise, who is a, a doctor of psychology and a practicing clinical psychologist and a woman. So she's going to bring in that side, the role of men in her life. And um, But I, uh, it's important for us to kind of lay this foundation, uh, Ron. I know you've heard some of our shows, and here you are in the studio, and I appreciate you coming so we deal with five core topics uh, that we all deal with. Everything that we manage in a day or in a week or a year falls into one of these core topics, and we kind of circulate our guests and our topics to fit these. And um, those five core topics are home and family. Number two is health and wellness. Number three, budget and finances. Number four, heart and soul. And number five, work and purpose. And so uh, this w- topic for today definitely is going to fit into the heart and soul part. Um, or it could fit into the home and family part. See that what I was telling yeah, you about right. sometimes? It's, or the work and purpose even. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But we'll uh, see where it fits after we get a little bit further down the road. Okay. But I, I do want to welcome you again, uh, Ron, because I remember seeing you. My dad always watched you. Uh, and when it was sports time at uh, 11 o'clock, Channel 2 was always the, uh, the go-to channel. And uh, gosh, that was Steve Dunn back then, wasn't it? Yeah, Steve, who's and still he's there. still doing still it. Still there, yes. Yeah. yeah, the ageless Steve Dunn. I know, <laughs> I know. And you did the sports, and my dad always thought you were the best. So. Oh, that's nice to hear. But thank you for coming, and welcome to Second Half Now. Oh, it's my pleasure. It's great to be here. I think you two do a very important program. We were talking about this earlier. That, right. Uh, previous generations really didn't live this long, and so they didn't really have a whole lot of history to look at for right. what to do with retirement. Mm-hmm. What do you do when you get to your 80s? Is your life over when you get to 65? Well, no. Right. Yeah, right. so this is important. Interesting you say it that way, because I heard a report recently that um, the reason that 65 was uh, pegged as the retirement age, in fact, the Social Security uh, standard retirement age, is because the oldest person around was 65. And there weren't many wow. people that lived past yeah, that. Right. So, well, if you get to 65, we'll help you out for a few more months. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. But now when you breeze past 65, you got, to, you know, 20, 30 years right. to go. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. Right. And so these other issues do. I mean, what is our role? How do we function? What about work? What about income? What about, you know, our, our savings or our finances? Uh, the Wall Street Journal published a report a little bit ago that says that uh, 86% of us boomers would rather die than outlive our money. Mm. So, but we're not going to talk about dying or about money today. We're okay. going to talk about Good. men. Yes. Men. Yeah. So I'm going to get right into it because uh, I want you to tell a bit about your, um, your role at Cedar, Cedar Mill Bible Church and um, as pastor to men. Help us understand kind of 
what your operation is. What do you do, and what's 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 your focus? What do you try to accomplish there in that ministry? Well, first off, let me just say that I'm really proud of our church for even having a position like pastor today, yeah. because it's a very mm-hmm. rare thing. It is. You know? yeah. In the United States, there was a study recently that said only two percent of the churches in the United States have a designated pastor to men. Mm-hmm. Now right. I realize that's you know there's a lot of small churches who just don't have the staff for that, but there are plenty of churches that do and just decide. Well, we want to focus on children. That's important. Right. We want to focus on women. That's important. Men, uh, you know, we could probably get by without that. And that's kind of, unfortunately, the way things have gone here. And so, uh, yeah, for Cedar Mill to designate a pastor to men, I just am so proud of our congregation and elders for wanting to have that position and have it last. Because most of the time when you do have a pastor to men, they might be around for a year or two, and then it just kind of fizzles out because so right. often it's event-driven. So I didn't answer your question yet, Dan, but I just wanted to get, <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to get that out there. And, no, and the, I like that. That's important. The, the role really is, is to encourage men in their walk. I mean, on our website, we, uh, we've uh, written down that our, our basic focus is no man left behind mm-hmm. and, and base that on, on the verse in Colossians 1.28, which says, We proclaim him, admonishing every man and teaching every man with all wisdom, so that we may present every man complete in Christ, and so yeah. that's that's our goal, that's mm-hmm. our mission, that's our focus. It's it's a sort of a it's a military. It's borrowed from the military phrase too. Correct. My son is an yep. army ranger. Yep, absolutely. And uh, they never leave anybody behind, no matter what sacrifice or risk it takes. You always go and get that guy. Yeah, yeah. And it's one thing to say that; it's another thing to actually carry that out absolutely. in ministry, which is really challenging. Because, as one guy told me, when you get into the position, this position, it's like herding cats. Yeah. And and uh, it really can be that way because men are pretty elusive, very independent, mm-hmm. and very rarely want to admit they need help. Right. Quite honestly, mm-hmm. some of them would rather you leave them behind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. I mean, in this situation, you're, you're absolutely right, Denise. And so that, that makes it even more challenging because we're called to be shepherds to care for our flocks. And when the flock doesn't want to be cared for, mm-hmm. <laughs> right. you've got a challenge on your hands. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, for sure. So um, let's talk a little bit about uh, your career in in uh, tv i don't want to dwell a whole lot on that but because um, you made a transition from uh, sports which is uh, pretty much a guy thing right at least perceived as such and uh but you felt a calling or had an opportunity or something happened and and then you made that switch probably five years before i left television mm-hmm. i just felt the lord calling me to something else and i didn't mm-hmm. know what it was so I, I kept pursuing these things and thinking, well, that's got to be it, that's got to be it. And it never really was because I'd hit a roadblock and then just wouldn't want to push through it. But mm-hmm. we'd been attending Cedar Mill since 1979. And about a year before I left Channel 2, uh, one of the men on staff there approached me and said, you ought to take a look at our pastor to men position. I thought, wow, that would really be something. And, and uh, it really started, it became something, Dan and Denise, where I felt like I was on a wave that I could not and did not want to get off. That's mm-hmm. how I felt like the Holy Spirit was just really drawing me toward this position. Yeah. And I think it took them a long time on the staff there to really think, are you serious? You really want to do this? And it took seven inter- interviews with the elders before I think they finally thought I was serious. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, yeah, so they finally, they finally offered me the job in May of 2007, and that's when I, I told Channel 2 that I was ready to go. And it was the same day the news director called me in uh, and, and offered me a new contract for a couple more years. It was really tempting to look at that, see what that offer was, but I, I told him, no, I was really committed to, to leaving wow. and going to Channel 2, or not, I mean to Cedar Mill. Yeah. yeah. You know, that in itself yeah. is worth taking a moment and looking at. There it is. The world is saying, 
here's something. Mm-hmm. Here's something here. Here's a little bit more of what you've really been enjoying. Right. Wouldn't you like a little bit more? Are you sure you want to take make that switch up? That's a pretty p- important moment for you. What was going on that you were able to, at this time, not drop this thing that had come up and go for this new contract? First of all, let me say that it, it's it's not a matter of thinking that once the Lord calls you, you need to get out of the job you have. Because mm-hmm. a lot of men are ministering right where they're at, and I could have kept ministering, I would think, I hope, that at Channel 2. Um, but in this case, it was just something where I just felt a real strong calling, and uh, I couldn't imagine myself doing anything else. Mm-hmm. So when, when that comes, a pastor told me that one time, if you can't imagine yourself doing anything else but that, then that's the right thing for you to do. Yeah. But it took five years. I think you're making a, a valid point here is that sometimes if we're talking to, to men uh, who are listening now who might be starting to feel something like that, mm-hmm. a draw to something or away from something, and uh, they don't uh, you know, get an inclination and then tell the boss that they quit, they have to wait for it to fill out a little bit and become a little bit more clear, a little bit more compelling perhaps. So and that's a good point. And for you, five years. For some, it it might be shorter. Some it right. might be longer. But right. that's a good uh, place for us to to put that marker and say, men, if you are sensing that God wants to use you someplace else, doing something else, then uh, stay open, stay listening, keep praying, uh, keep gathering around with other men and with your family, and um, just begin to uh, to be open and to to listen to that even more and watch as things develop. So I imagine there was some sort of a progress of events. I mean, your multiple interviews and and the confirmation or affirmation of that calling came became stronger. Right. I think you. you're making a really good point, Dan. It's not a matter of wanting to get away from something that becomes more important. Right. It's a matter of what are you going to. Right. Mm. And if my focus would have just been, I've got to get out of here, I wouldn't made it, maybe would have jumped at the first thing that came along. Right. So, yeah, it may be taking a lot of patience to hang in there and perseverance. And, Lord, why, why isn't something happening in my timetable? But I'm certainly yeah. glad that uh, he had me wait. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You have probably had a heart for service for a period of time. Because I know you have music, um, you play a flugelhorn and a trumpet. Do right. I have that? Not correct? at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> not at the same time. Really? And then yeah. <laughs> I've seen that done, but I'm not able to do that. And you didn't bring them to the studio. No, no, no. I was hoping for a little, you know, uh, live uh, performance. Well, if you brought in a band to back me up, that would have been okay. But a solo uh, trumpet, you know, it sounds a lot better with a bass and a guitar right, and drums right. behind a piano. Yeah. Okay, so you, you had a heart for service, a heart for ministry. Why a ministry to men? I mean, I know maybe you saw that they were starting to look and that resonated, but now that you're further down the road and you've been in that position for a period of time now, uh, what is it about this ministry to men that appeals to you that, that really kind of charges you that this is what you want to do, what you feel called to? Well, fortunately, I was one already, so that <laughs> yes, kind of helped. That helps. Yeah, and then the other thing was just starting to watch something that Denise had brought up earlier in our discussions before we started, and that, that was the deterioration of the man in mm-hmm. our society. Yeah. Uh, starting to, and being in the business world for 31 years and watching the pressures that men were under Mm-hmm. And seeing what has happened over the decades as far as what makes a man feel significant. I think right. many, many decades ago, what made a man feel significant was being a good father and a good husband. And now I see in culture, it seems like what makes a man feel significant is his career and what he does with his leisure time. Mm-hmm. So the family's suffering. And manhood is not what it used to be as far as what we tell our young boys they should right. be shooting for when they grow up. Right. 
So watching that, and you could just see it in our commercials. I would see him every day on the station. Mm -hmm. what, what, how is a man depicted in commercials? Well, he's the Willy Weeky who can't get himself a Kleenex. Honey, can you get me mm -hmm. a Kleenex? I've got a cold. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's the guys portrayed as just stupid, ineffective. That's right. And, and no strength whatsoever mm -hmm. as far as leadership skills are concerned. So that's part of what really drew me to it, just being a man in that culture and wanting to encourage guys. No, men, God calls you to be the head of your household. God calls you to love your wife, to be a good dad. Don't run away from that, right. even though society draws you away from it. Wow. Uh, men can hear that calling and can, uh, can know that that's what is being presented to them through you or through the other ministries at the church or elsewhere. Um, what was the uh, the national movement of men? It was the big gatherings. Oh, the, the Promise Keepers Promise group? Keepers, yeah. yeah. So mm -hmm. we get all stirred up, uh, but it's hard. I mean, if, if they're acting like cats and yeah. don't want to be herded or even shepherded. So, Ron, what are some of the challenges that you face in, in trying to offer what you do to men and try to gather them in ways that will be supportive and encouraging for achieving the that um, the man's role that that you envision. Well, I think what we fell into first, which is I think a, a challenge for many many uh, groups and churches, is that uh, it tends to be event oriented. Right. And uh, so we put on all these events to to get guys attracted, but w without something to push them to beyond that, it just falls flat. And there so, are things other than events, and we're going to hear about those right after the break. Don't go away. Do you have an elderly parent that is becoming isolated, not eating well, feeling depressed or fearful of losing independence? Do you know your options? Need peace of mind or know what is best for yourself or others during their golden years of life? At no cost to you or your family, Golden Placement Services can give you hope in the midst of great change. Even if it means staying at home is the right option. Call the Golden Girls at 503-723-7145 today. That's 503-723-7145 and schedule your non-obligation appointment today. Helping to plan a funeral for someone you love is a painful process. It's one of the most emotional things you'll ever have to do. But imagine how much grief would be spared if people plan for themselves. Though it may sound difficult or uncomfortable to even think about, the experts at Dignity Memorial Funeral Homes and Cemeteries can help with a free personal planning guide that takes you step-by-step step through the process. And of course, Dignity Memorial will even help you complete your plan with the expert assistance of trained and caring advisors. There are a lot of very good reasons to plan ahead. Make sure your final wishes are respected, sparing your loved ones the added grief of planning for you and having to pay for it. If you choose to fund your plan early, you can even lock in current pricing, avoiding increases due to inflation, and take advantage of budget-friendly payments. There is a free informational seminar that includes a complimentary meal at a restaurant in your area very soon. Find out more and ask any questions you may have by calling Katie at 503-807-5715. It costs nothing to learn how you can protect your loved ones by planning ahead. Give Katie at Dignity Memorial a call today at 503-807-5715.
Interest rates are still down, and that means the time to buy is right now. Let 24-7 Properties help you find the right house for your current needs. Jeff and his team, they take the time to get to know you and your unique situation to find the home that's just right for you. Search for available homes online at 247prop.com. I'm Jeff Edmondson, founder of 24-7 Properties. Call me today and let's talk about the type of property you are interested in purchasing. No obligation, no cost. Let's find out what's right for you. Call me, 503 780-3030. 780-3030. All right, before we uh, get back to our discussion with with Ron Carlson, uh, we want to acknowledge our sponsors and partners who are so, we're so blessed to have them and they're wonderful people and they are tried and trusted, I'll put it that way, Mm -hmm. because we know all of them and we highly respect their services. And uh, they have a code of ethics that they go by, and we just uh, totally appreciate them. So um, in our list of sponsors, and we'll read some other ones on uh, part two because we're getting a long list here. Um, and um, Denise, you were going to you, – you wanted to uh, tell us about these folks. Well, sure. We've got some uh, new ones being added all the time, and one of them we want to certainly draw your attention to is Your Safe Money Solutions. With Toby. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Talk about years of experience. Mm-hmm. Then we also have Dan the Mortgage Man and First Priority Financial, Dave Rutan with Waddell and Reed Financial Advisors, Dream Trips, Portland City Acupuncture, The Next Phase Coaching, and Beaverton Family Chiropractic. And you know, with, with uh, Beaverton fi- Family Chiropractic, we're not talking about your standard chiropractic office. Absolutely. Here we're talking about something called Maximized Living. It's a fantastic program, and I encourage our listeners to check it out. Excellent. Thank you. And thank you again to our sponsors and partners. So, Ron, we were uh, kind of in the middle of talking about um, getting into uh, a man's head and helping him to understand the how critically important it is that he owns his manhood and, and does the kinds of things that he is uniquely created and called to do. So let's get back into that, and okay. you, you were going to say something else. Okay, yeah, well, at, at first, like we said, we had a very event-driven uh, ministry, right. which uh, doesn't last for long if there's not some substance and, and, and funneling men into something else. And so uh, we've recently taken very seriously the Great Commission, which is, which is Jesus, of course, saying, go and make disciples. There's two action points there, go and mm-hmm. make. So uh, we have decided it's, it's hard work, it's slow work, it doesn't, it doesn't flash like an event does. But our men's leadership team, which I have nine other guys who, who meet with me once a month and are really, really supportive and, and encouraging, uh, two months ago we said, hey, it's up to each one of us to be discipling somebody to start setting the, the example here. So we each prayed and asked the Lord to send us a man to disciple, and sure enough, over 30 days, each one of these guys had a man to disciple. Mm -hmm. And so that's the groundwork that we're trying to set. It's important that men get discipled. What does that mean? What is a disciple? Well, he's somebody who wants to learn, somebody who wants to follow Jesus, and somebody who wants to reproduce. If we're not reproducing, we're stagnant. Right. So those are the things that we really feel are important now going forward to to get our men rolling. I think it's such a good point that it's not about uh, the gatherings because uh, life change doesn't happen in an auditorium or in a stadium. It, it might start something, sure. it might alert something, it might move a man, but when he gets home and has to mow the lawn and uh, discipline the kids or whatever else, you know, then it's, uh, 
it's a different story because it's you're talking long term. So, right. and I think from the from that pressure perspective, men have a lot of pressures on them. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I imagine that you know going out playing the weekly game of golf or getting together for breakfast with with the guys. For a while, I can see where the wife at home might be saying, yeah, I really like that, honey. I think that's great. But I think she's looking for that to go deeper, too. Sure. And when it becomes a way for the husband to go out and have a good time, I can hear the voices and the women's heads going, well, I want to go. And Mm. then it becomes a potential source of conflict, and we'll see the end of that activity relatively soon mm-hmm. whereas i believe if what the women are seeing is that their men are connecting with other men and is having an impact on how he is at home with the family i think they might climb behind that activity and be part of the encouragement the church needs for those men to go deeper and i don't think a lot of our men realize how important their role is right now and we touched on this earlier, but I'd like to bring this up. There was a, a study done by the, believe it or not, the Swiss government, which you wouldn't mm-hmm. expect would be one who would doing some ch- be doing some church research. But in 2000, they did a study and revealed this, basically, that it's the religious practice of the father of the family that above all determines the future attendance or absence from church of the children. In short, if a father does not go to church, no matter how faithful his wife's devotions only one child in 50 will become a regular worshiper. If a father does go regularly, regardless of the practice of the mother, between two-thirds and three-quarters of their children will become churchgoers. Now, that right there is impressive My to me. My goodness. That's as how important it is for the that man is. to right. take the role seriously right. to be the head of the household. There's right. some impact. And, and what all did he have to do to get that impact? Did you say go to church? Well, just just set the example of going to church, right. making it important, yeah. right. and the kids will follow suit most most of the time. What if what if in addition he went to church and discipled a young man? There you go. What, what would the statistics do then? Yeah. That is incredible, yeah. Ron. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think we're understanding how powerful the role of men is, and that is perhaps a reason why the enemy works against that because we have things as men, our guy things, that make us sort of resistant to some of the stuff, uh, Ron, that you're trying to offer. And uh, not because there's anything deficient in what you're offering, but we've got an enemy working against us. Absolutely, yeah. And I want to get into some of that, some of the guy things uh, that so we can identify, you know, what it is that causes a man uh, to sort of resist or be reluctant or not be, you know, not participate in everything and not even feel like he wants to or needs to. So, uh, but we're going to cover that on part two because we're going to get over to uh, the, the podcast on the other okay. side here. So, and we're going to have to, because I told you time was going to go fast, but then <laughs> you know that because you've been in media for a yeah. long, long time. Uh, you probably had a certain number of minutes that you had for the sports report every every night. Yeah, right? I'd get down to just two and a half minutes by the time I left, crammed the whole sports day into two and a half minutes. So, wow. yeah, yeah, you yeah. guys have a, a wonderful, ex- expansive time to work with. We do, yeah. And the title for today's show is, How Can a Man Make a Difference in Today's World? And I think we're getting into that very good. In uh, shows coming up, we have um, a group called Every Marriage Matters, which is a wonderful uh, address for married couples. And we have another one, our new uh, one of our new sponsors, Your Safe Money Solutions. And I like that. I'm hardly, uh, hardly wait to have Toby in here. And we have a pastor from Kenya who has planted 60 churches in five African countries. He's going to be coming in and talking about his work. That's pretty exciting. All this and more 
at Second Half Now. So you can hear all of our shows on our podcast at secondhalfnow.com. Plus, if you want to uh, ask a question or get some uh, contact with Ron Carlson, you can fill out our contact page on our website and send that in, and we'll get it over to him. So we want to encourage you to tune in every Monday evening, 5.30 to 6 p.m. right here on KKPZ 1330. And then, of course, you want to go and find the uh, part two and all the podcasts over on our website. And, of course, that's available 24-7 around the clock and around the world, secondhalfnow.com. If you have program suggestions or have a guest that you'd like to hear or a topic you'd like to be covered, uh, by all means, uh, send us one of those contact forms from our website. And for today's show, if you'd like to get a free CD, call us at the station, 503-242-1950. That's it for part one. Uh, We're going to get out of here, but go over to part two on the website. See ya. Thanks for listening to Second Half Now with Dr. Dan Critchett and Dr. Denise Hogan on KKPZ 1330 The Truth. Sponsored by Dignity Memorial. To hear the rest of this program, find out more about the topics discussed today, or ask questions, visit secondhalfnow.com. That's secondhalfnow.com. Tune in next Monday at 5.30 p.m. for more tools and tips for the life you want to live from now on. Until then, visit secondhalfnow.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.